What is up, HMA Wrestling fans? I have something to tell you guys about Tony Rotundo and his company, Wrestlers Are Warriors. Tony Rotundo is an amazing photographer um, who dedicates most of his um, pictures and time to wrestling and growing this wonderful sport. He has dedicated a lot of his time and effort to helping HMA Wrestling grow, and uh, he's he's donated a lot of his um funds and and advice for us so please show the love for us and and to him and go check out his website that is wrestlersarewarriors.com please go check that out look at his awesome photos and, and maybe buy some so uh yeah check out tony rotundo wrestlersarewarriors.com i appreciate it guys Here we are, home mat advantage, interview number 21 with head coach of Little Rock, Arkansas, Neil Arisman. How, how are you doing today, Neil? Good, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing just fantastic. I'm I'm really excited to uh, do this interview with you, and I'm glad you gave me the chance to do this. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is pretty cool. I've been following what you and your buddy have been doing, uh, you know, here for, you know, a few months, and uh, I think it's awesome that you're getting started and getting started at a young age. That's awesome. It's definitely uh, a really fun thing that I get to do, and I'm I'm glad that it's it's been working out the way it has been. Um, let's jump jump right into this, some questions and, and first start at the beginning of your career. Um, how how did you get started with wrestling, and how did you get introduced to the sport? Well, I was uh, I was five years old when I started wrestling. Uh, it was something that my dad and my uncles had done. Um, nothing, you know, they wrestled in high school, but nothing after that. Uh, and you know, my dad was just kind of one day was like, Hey, you want to try out wrestling? I used to wrestle when I was a kid when I was in high school and you know, you always want to do what your dad does. So uh, it mm-hmm. just kind of happened naturally. And then it just became what I did. And, and, and from there, you know, went on, re- uh, wrestled in high school, uh, and then went to Oklahoma state to wrestle. And that's kind of, you know, the nutshell version of where I started to, where I finished my career. Yes. So um, right away when you started, you were five years old. Um, so did you love the sport right away? Were you old enough to really know if you liked it or not? Or did it take you a little while to kind of find the passion that you have now for it? Yeah, it, it, it took a while. Um, you know, my dad told me that my first two years, I, I, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I, I got pinned every match for two years, and um, I didn't know – I didn't know I was winning or losing at the time. I was just having fun. I was out there wrestling, and um, mm-hmm. and my dad mm-hmm. told me, you know, I, I I actually remember it. I was seven years old, and he was like, "Hey, you know, you, you've been losing every match. Is this, you know, do you still like doing it?" And I was like, "What? I've been losing." And then it all clicked, and then it it, it, it you know it all. I I didn't hardly lose a match again after that for several years, um, and it wasn't. I just didn't understand. I was just having fun, and that's and and that's what you know, we need more of, we need more kids just having fun doing it. Right. Absolutely. So what do you think about the sport that, you know, you were, I think you were, you said you were probably too young to really realize that you really did love the sport. Um, you didn't know if you were winning and losing. What, what do you think about the sport draws you in so much and, and what do you like about it? Well, um, I was a physical kid. I, I, I liked, you know, playing rough and, um, I liked being in control. I like, you know, I didn't like being controlled. I didn't like 
you know, some, someone else asserting their will on me. And, and that was just kind of the natural fit for me. You know, I was aggressive and, uh, it was something that just kind of clicked for me that, you know, I could go out and, and, um, you know, now it's, it's easy to say, impose my will on someone, but you know, it was a way that I could, that I could be rough and, and, you know, got a chance to hurt people without getting in trouble. And, um, that's kind of how it started. But then, um, and I realized it wasn't about hurting people. It was about, you know, um, just taking a skill and a skill set and applying it to asserting your will over somebody. And that was, that's, that's really what hooked me. So, um, that I know that hooks a lot of people, especially from the beginning when you're that young, that's kind of, you want to get your energy out and you, you watch stuff on TV and, and you just want to be aggressive and, and, uh, that's absolutely, yeah, that I understand that for sure. Um, well, did you, did you, you said for the first two years you got pinned pretty much every match, but right after that you started to have a bunch of success. Why do you think, why do you think you had that much success when you figured out like, Hey, I've been losing every match, but I still love this. That's that's kind of crazy. Well, I, I, I knew wrestling. I just didn't, like, you know, we didn't really talk about the winning and losing part. We didn't talk about, um, you know, hey, what you're doing is not working. Like, I I just learned wrestling, and I loved doing it. And then when, when it came to realization that I was losing, like, I hated losing. It didn't matter if it was a board game, if it was bowling, if it was wrestling, uh, whatever it was. I hated it and I, I, I hated to lose. And so I think that that was the initial drive and passion was that I just didn't want to lose. I wanted to win. And then, um, it became something that, you know, I, I, I love learning the skill. I love learning the, the, the wrestling positions. I love, I just love learning wrestling and you combine that with wanting to win. Um, it, it just kind of snowballed from there and, and I, and everything just kind of clicked and, it all came together at once. So did you um, play any other sports? Yeah, um, I grew up and I've played just about every sport imaginable. Um, I, I mean, from wrestling to football to soccer, baseball. I never played basketball. Um, I played, you know, tennis. My, my sister played tennis in college, so tennis was part of our family. Um, you, you know, hockey, you name it. Uh, I played it, and I played football in high school as well as wrestled. So it was basically – so you just played football and you wrestled in high school, so it kind of slimmed down to football and wrestling? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, baseball was just something I did. I mean, I loved competing. Um, you know, that's, I, that's one thing that I did a lot when I was a kid is, you know, I went home and went to practice, and then me and my friends – either before or after practice, we went outside and we played football or we played baseball or hockey, you know, roller hockey. Um, but that was something that that I just loved to do. And, um, you know, it, when it got to high school, it was soccer season was during football season, so I had to choose there, and I didn't really want to play baseball anymore. So football was just the natural, you know, the natural sport. Right. Was wrestling um, in the sense of passion – um, was that above everything else? Did you always value wrestling and have more of a passion over every other sport? Yeah, you know, football. Um, football was fun. It was like it was like what I did to have fun, and um, 
yeah, I did have a passion for wrestling, but wrestling was like my true passion. That's what I wanted to be great at. That's what I really, really mm-hmm. wanted to thrive in. Um, I had football opportunities. I could have probably gone and played football in college. Um, but wrestling was just, it, it, it was outside of my faith. It was who I was and it was what I did. And that was something that, you know, it, football just was never an option to go on to the next level. I wanted to be great. I had dreams of being great in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about in your, in your high school um, wrestling career, did you go to any big national tournaments and, and really make a name for yourself on the national scene? Were you successful in that, or did you kind of just stay localized and, and wrestle where you lived and, and had success there? I imagine too, you said when you were seven, moving up, you did not lose very much. So were you able to go national national tournaments and, and do well there? Uh, a little. You know, when, when I was in high school, it was a little different. You know, tournaments like... Um, I didn't even know what the Ironman was. I didn't know what Beast of, like I'd heard Beast of the East, um, you know, Power or Powerade, um, you know, Super 32. Didn't even know that was a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, the big tournaments, the big national tournaments, were always in the summer. They were always um, ones that that I did, and you know, I made a name for myself my freshman year when I won Fargo as a cadet, um, and that's really kind of where I came on to the scene and. That's where, you know, I, I I grew a little bit. You know, high school was um, a little bit, for me now looking back, it was a little bit of a setback from competition standpoint. I didn't, I just didn't compete against tough competition all the time. Um, you know, I think I only had about 10 or 12 matches in high school out of my 100 and whatever that I didn't pin somebody until the summer. And so um, mm-hmm. that was something that, that, I really wish I had the opportunities that that these kids today have for sure. Okay, right. So, um, when did you start thinking about recruiting, and uh, when did coaches start reaching out to you? Um, obviously, Oklahoma State had to be up there. Being from Kansas, that's kind of like the West, especially at that time. There wasn't like a Fresno State being powerful, um, so Oklahoma State was was kind of the west school um so that had to be a definite up there for you um you ended up choosing to go there just can you walk me through that recruiting process and what were your top schools and why did you end up choosing oklahoma state yeah absolutely um my you know i I, so growing up in kansas uh you grow up in the big 12 i mean that's just you know the the Mm -hmm. big 12 wrestling was different back then it was it was oklahoma state it was ou it was iowa state um it was missouri it was nebraska and, um, you know, if we took out of those six teams, we, t- you know, we would take 52 nationals and, you know, 48 of them would be all Americans and there'd be five or six national champs and, and the right. big 12 was, was, was stinking tough. And so at the time, like that, that was, I really wanted to wrestle in the big 12. So, um, there was one team outside of the big 12 that I was pretty interested in. And that was, uh, Tom, where, where Tom Brands was at at the time, Virginia tech, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I was talking to every Big 12 school except for uh, Oklahoma State. And, um, you know, I, I was I was serious about, you know, a couple of schools, probably Missouri, Nebraska, and Iowa State and Virginia Tech. And that was kind of my, my list. Um, and then, you know, I had a bunch of – or I had a bunch of officials lined up. And um, 
junior duels happened and my dad actually is kind of a cool story. My dad was standing next to John Smith and I was about to wrestle um, a kid from Illinois who was, he, he had won senior nat, he had just won senior nationals. Um, he mm-hmm. was highly, highly re- touted recruit out of high school. Um, and my dad was standing next to John and our coach and he said, Hey, you might want to watch this next match. I think that this kid from Kansas, you know, is going to beat this Illinois kid. And, um, John was kind of like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, this kid's pretty tough. We'll see. And I went out there and, and I took the kid down, you know, three or four times and tech followed him. And John looked right at my dad and said, who's this kid? My dad's like, well, that's my son. And he's like, well, no wonder you wanted me to watch him. And he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, we're, you know, we, we grew up in the big 12. We've been wrestling in Oklahoma every weekend since he was seven. So, um, you know, if that's something you're interested in, let us know. And later on in the, in, in the dual tournament, uh, you know, we end up wrestling Illinois again for third and I had to wrestle him again and I beat mm-hmm. him the same way, you know, I beat him pretty handily. So I beat him twice in the, in, in the same weekend and, um, coach Smith walked down and introduced himself and said, you know, I, I, I if you want to come to Oklahoma state, we got a spot for you and, you know, we can talk scholarship. And I said, okay, well, um, I got to go home tonight and I'll jump in the car and drive back down and check it out. And so next morning I jumped back in my truck or my car at the time and I drove to Oklahoma state, me and my little brother, and I checked it out and I came home and said, dad, this is where I want to be. And it was kind of all over at that point. And, and you're right. Oklahoma state was the dominant school at the time. They just, they were just won their third national title when I made my decision. And then they won a national title the next year. And, um, it, it was, you know, I have relationships with guys like, you know, Mark Manning and um, Brian Smith was probably the best. Um, but in the end, I fit and I knew that the minute I stepped on campus, that was the place I needed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what what do you think about Oklahoma State um, drawed you in so much, drew, drew you in? Um was it their dominance, or did you get have any relationships with the people there? Like, um, obviously, if John Smith comes to talk to you, you're gonna listen, and that's gonna be a a pretty cool moment, I imagine. Um, but what what do you think about it? Drew you in so much? Well, um, number one, John. Um, I remember going to Tulsa Nationals as a kid and seeing him and asking my dad if I could get his autograph. And another funny story: my dad said no. He goes, "You can get you can get his autograph when he signs your scholarship." agreement and I said <laughs> I just kind of was like that's not fair you know you know being 10 years old but um that was number one was just John just someone that you always looked up to as a kid number two I had I had some friends on the team that I competed with uh nationally from other states that I just knew and there was already kind of a instant you know I, I I fit there and the culture fit me and um I'd been to Nebraska and Iowa State and to Missouri and um, I just never felt like, like there each time that I checked out. Um, and I think what drew me in was obviously they were winning, um, but they were interested in me. Like they wanted me and right. they made that very, very evident. And, and, and so did the other schools, but, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, I, I was in Oklahoma every weekend since I was seven years old wrestling in a tournament and watching OSU mm-hmm. duels, and it was just home to me, and, and it had been home for a long time. 
that that makes a lot of sense because you know your other school that you mentioned was up there was uh, Virginia Tech and that is not very close to Kansas. Um, not at all. So <laughs> you committed. Was that around your junior year? So back then you couldn't you couldn't talk to um, recruits until July one of their senior year. So I committed right before my senior year, and um, you know it it was. It, the the recruiting process was a lot different. You didn't get phone calls till your senior year of high school. And so it was at the beginning of my senior year. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so how did that last senior year go for you, knowing you're, you're going to be a cowboy in the next five, four, four or five years? Um, what did you do in that next senior year? Um, I had, you know, I had a good year. I went and I won state. And then um, I went and w- went down that summer. That was the first year they ever, from my knowledge, I, I think it was the first year of what they call the summer bridge program, where you can go in and take six hours of school um, of, or of classes. And so I spent that next summer after my senior year down at Oklahoma State taking classes and training and um, went to Fargo and, um, you know, just was getting acclimated. But my, my mm-hmm. senior year was good. Um you know, we didn't really wrestle. I come from a small town in Kansas, and we didn't really have a great schedule, so I didn't have a lot of great competition much. And um, just finished my senior year off good and 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 right. So, um, did you go to Fargo that summer? Yes, I did. How did that go? It went pretty good. I didn't win. Um, I, I think I took fourth or something like that, but. Um, it was, it was good. It was, it mm-hmm. was, um, I, I wasn't originally going and then last minute, so, cause I was taking classes and last minute was like, coach Smith right. was like, Hey, um, you're going to Fargo. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And I hadn't really been training, you know, right. Uh, we were training, but right. it was more about lifting and just kind of learning. And, um, so I went, mm-hmm. you know, I went out and competed and yeah, I did all right. Um, so you were already in, uh, Stillwater leading up to your redshirt freshman year. Um, was there any discussion on not redshirting or was it just redshirt, take a year, get ready for the college season or college career, I'll say. Um, was, was there any, anything not hinting that you would take a redshirt? Um, it was never really, you know, much of a discussion, you know, you always ask the question Mm -hmm. in in the recruiting process, Hey, you know, do you, do you plan on redshirting if, if, you know, I I was ready to do whatever, you know, and, and, you know, I think that, uh, you know, redshirt year was good for me, um, just to grow and, and to mature. But, you know, in the end, like I remember we, our, our guy at the time who I ended up having to beat out for the spot. The next couple of years, he was struggling a little bit, and you know, John was frustrated one day and said, "Hey, listen, you know, you you better be ready because you might be wrestling." But in the end, I end up redshirting, and um, I think that's what was best for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, your freshman year, um, you went sixteen and nine, I believe. Um, had a had a pretty solid year, especially wrestling Oklahoma State. Uh, not totally used to uh, the college scene. I imagine competing um, 
I don't, I don't know how many matches did you wrestle in your redshirt year? Uh, that's a great question. I, I, I don't even know if I could tell you how many matches I wrestled in my whole career. Um, let alone my, you know, my red shirt year, my red shirt year was a good year. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrestled in some good tournaments, wrestled some good kids. Um, but yeah, I mean, probably in that 20, 20 something matches range range. Okay. Um, so, so when you, when you wrestled, um, in that freshman year after your red shirt year, um, what was it like, like your first duel in Gallagher Arena? And what was that freshman year like with all the different things that you can experience in a college uh, season, especially at a place like Oklahoma State? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, a, it's, it, it's getting back to the atmosphere that it was when I was there. We just won four national titles. So, you know, 13, 14,000 people was pretty much every duel. And um, my first match was rough. It was, I had to wrestle um, uh, Dustin, and yeah, C.P. Slater, the older one, mm-hmm. um, my first match, and I was a true freshman, and, and he, he worked me over pretty good. And, um, <laughs> you know, it didn't go well, but the atmosphere was awesome. I mean, you got that many people behind your back all wearing orange yelling for you. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so um, – so you were wrestling, and Oklahoma State is really known for its um, branch of coaching, I'll call it. It's like John Smith has coached so many now head coaches. What was it like um, to work under him? And did you ever see yourself, like, thinking after wrestling, was it always just I'm going to coach wrestling, or did you have any other plans for after your wrestling? Yeah, you know, John's coaching tree is pretty awesome. Um, it's, it's probably the most head coaches, um, you know, right now. Um, I think John just prepares you well, and you don't even know it at the time. John has a way, uh, you know, a system in a way that you really can't put to paper. It's, and it's, it's, it all starts with the attitude and the mentality. So I think that's why he has so many coaches that are successful. Um, and, and we all, those of us who, you know, I'm not, I I wouldn't say all of us had a passion for coaching. I think it just became natural of what we were good at. And, um, I was, I wasn't planning on being a coach. I was planning on, uh, you know, my dad owned his own business. So I was going back and I was going to work for my dad and hopefully take that over one day. And I just remember I was, you know, packing the moving truck up and coach called me and was like, Hey, what are you doing? It was right after my senior year. And I was like, well, you know, I'm packing up or, you know, I, I had just gotten married right out of, you know, right out of college and we gonna move back to Kansas City and I was going to start working for my dad. And he was like, well, do you want to, you know, do you want to stay and train or do you want to stay in, in, in be a grad assistant and coach? And I was really excited about the, the, um, the coaching part. I just had surgery. So competing, you know, I felt like I was going to be behind. And, um, and quite candidly, I, I didn't end my senior year how I wanted. So I was a little bitter at the sport a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and so coaching was a really exciting prospect and it was something that, um, really ignited a new fire in me. Did you start out coaching at Oklahoma state? Yes. I was a grad assistant there for two years. Um, and then I went to Stillwater high school for two years. Um, it was probably my, the best coaching spot that I've been at. 
Um, I love my time at other places, but we had a phenomenal team. We were we were top ten in the country, and we won state that you know that year. And I got to coach a lot of kids that are actually graduating this year or graduated last year um, that wrestled for Oklahoma State and a couple other schools. So um, it, I learned a lot coaching high school. What what are some specifics that you did learn? Because obviously, it's not a lot different in the sense of wrestling and coaching different athletes uh, from college, but at the same time, it is a totally different landscape with so many different rules and regulations and things you have to follow along with the mindset and and who the the type of kids are and the type of wrestlers coaching from college to high school. So what what are some specifics that you did learn from coaching high school? Well, as a coach, you have to, as a high school coach, you have to wear a lot of different hats. As a a college coach, you got, you know, you got an academic advisor, you got a strength coach, you got, you know, sports psychologist, you got nutritionists, you got um, people that take care of a lot of areas. And as a high school coach, um, you have to do everything. Get them off the mats. You have to, um, you're, you're the academic advisor, you're the strength coach, you're the conditioning coach, you're, you know, you're everything. And then you have to teach as well. So you learn how to teach kids and you learn how to communicate mm-hmm. with them. Um, you learn how to break things, you know, break things down for them. Uh, and that's really, really the most important things that I learned was that you just, you learn how to do a lot, you learn how to manage your time, you learn where to put your effort. Um, and you learn that not everybody's and you know, at the high school level is there to win a state title. Some of them are just there to be on the team and try out wrestling. And, um, your goal is to motivate them to be the best that they can be regardless of whether, what their goals are. And, you know, at every level you have some guys to that extent. So, um, that and just, you know, having that relationship, being with your guys all day, every day, you see how strong of a bond that you can get with your wrestlers. And um, then you learn that it's more about winning and losing or it's less about winning and losing. And it's more about, you know, making sure that they're prepared for life. And that's really mm-hmm. when my coaching attitude and mindset changed. Um, when I went there, it was about winning and it was about you know, I had, you know, one, two, three, four, five guys that, you know, four guys that end up being all Americans at the next level. And for me, I saw that opportunity and I was excited about, I was excited about winning. And then I got there and realized that there's more to life. It's really about changing, changing guys' lives. Absolutely. And I, I can totally understand that how, um, I mean, it's really crazy how you can go from coaching at Oklahoma State where you're the grad assistant where everybody wants to be a national champion, all American, everybody's driven to be an amazing wrestler and if you you've got that set up for you already. And then you can go coach at high school and some kids doing it because it's a new sport that they want to try and it's crazy that the coach high level college athlete to total beginners, um, and that's that's a big, big difference. Um so you moved from Stillwater High School to North Carolina. Yes. So when Coleman Scott became uh, uh, went out there, he was the assistant coach. Um, the you know the head coach at the time said, "Hey, bring who you want with you." Um, and Coleman called me. So um, I left in the middle of the year, my second year coaching high school. I left in like October, November, or and um, went out to the University of North Carolina and spent you know, I think four, four and a half years there as assistant coach. 
in that time did um, I'm not really sure the timing, but when when did Coleman become the head coach? Were you there for that? Yes. So after our first year there, he became head coach. I want to say it was in the summer of 2015. And then um, 2016 um, was when Tony Ramos came? Or is so, that a little after? So um, we were there a full year from 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. And then um, 15 and because Coleman was trying to make the Olympic team still. And so right. that summer he became head coach. Um, and then when he became head coach, uh, you know, we hired another assistant, Bryce Hassman. And then mm-hmm. um, Coleman wrestled at the trials, the Olympic trials, and lost to Tony in the, in the, in the, in the, um, in the, in the, basically the semis. Uh, and then right. shortly after that, um, Tony left Iowa and, on our way back from the trials, Tony called and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a place to train. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's when, that's kind of really how that all transpired is, you know, t- Tony had some goals and he thought Coleman and, and, and our staff could help him get there. And, um, so yeah, right after he became head coach. Okay. So that staff was, was pretty loaded at the time with, you Coleman and then Tony um when, yeah so, when so we went leave, a full year that... without Tony we went a full year without Tony and then Tony came in right so. okay when did the job open at Little Rock um I knew that was really recent about a year and a half two years ago um how long had you been coaching at North Carolina before that opened so I got to North Carolina in 2000 in the in the kind of you know the end of 2014 um Mm -hmm. the job opened in 2000 in june of 2018 and um i was hired in july of 2018 so you know a little over a year ago and i so i coached from north carolina at north carolina for basically four four seasons okay um okay so when when that job opened up did you as as soon as it opened up did did you start looking towards that or did someone have to reach out to you and did you have to uh really think about that or was it kind of a yeah this job's meant for me I'm I'm, I'm going to take it Yeah um you know I I had a unique you know career and a unique path and um when this job opened I I immediately Coleman and I started talking about it and we quickly realized that this would be a great fit for me and so mm-hmm. Um, we had some ties through some, you know, some people we knew and Mr. Hatcher who helped start the program. Um, so I immediately started reaching out and I just kind of kept knocking on their door until they opened and, um, I did everything I could to get a phone interview. And then I did everything I could to get in, in person on campus interview. And then from that point, you know, um, you know, I mean, God's hand was in all of it. He, he, he was opening all the doors for me. And so at that, you know, at that point when it was, when the interviews were over, I remember coming back and I told my wife, I was like, you know, uh, I was exactly who I am every single day. And if that's mm-hmm. not who they want, then I'm not a good fit. And this isn't going to be a good fit for us. And so 
Um, I was super excited about it. Uh, I was fired up. I, I really wanted the job. And when they called, uh, I was, it was an instant yes. It was a, like, there was no hesitation. Like I wanted the job and I kind of knew that, um, once I, the, from the day that I heard the announcement, I knew I was very interested. And when I found out who was involved and who was getting the program off and, and, and running, I was all in. That that's awesome. Uh, and so now I see Little Rock has started. They have a full wrestling facility. Uh, really cool map, by the way. And um, pretty big recruits coming in. It's it's pretty set up now. But when you took it, it was nowhere near that that situation. Uh, what what were some of the first steps that you had to take to start moving towards a a real um, set up program, ready to go, ready to start a growth program? Well, first you got to get a team. You got to get, you know, you got to have a plan. Um, I created a plan before I even got the job, um, and I stuck to the plan. And first part of it is get a team, um, get a team, and build a culture that believes and buys into something bigger than themselves, and that they are going to put their arms around. Um, I say our culture, just who we are and what we stand for, and protect that and uh, fight every single day. And so we did that. We got mm-hmm. you know, we got that. And then um, I won an assistant coach who embodied the same and um, hired Coach Javier. And then it was really about, through that process, creating a brand and creating an identity. And that's kind of where the mat idea came from. Um, you know, wrestling's relatively new in Arkansas. And so we wanted something that people could identify with. So we came up with the idea that when you see an octagon, you think of what? You think of, of a UFC fight. You think it's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. So um, we knew that we had a good base of fans that were wrestling fans, but we also had a big base here that were Little Rock fans um, for the university that didn't know anything about wrestling, right. had never seen it. So right. we wanted them to identify with something, and that's um, where we kind of started building our, you know, our mat and our idea for our duels. And, um, you know, our identity was – was who we are and what we stood for. And um, then to be different and not just be here to compete. And that's where a lot of the ideas came from. That That's really cool. Um, so building a team, did you have to recruit the whole team or were there wrestlers at Little Rock that wanted to be a part of the team? Like before the program was started, they were already students there. No, I, it was... I was by myself for a year before I hired Coach Javi, and um, my mm-hmm. goal was to have 24 wrestlers when he got here, and I had 25. And um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I think I did 75 away recruiting trips alone um, throughout the year, and you know, I had probably between officials and unofficials somewhere around 60 or 70, uh, you know, official and unofficial visits to campus. So I spent just about every day. Of, for an entire year, uh, working to get things in place. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Uh, and you just got back from Ironman too, recruiting, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't miss Ironman. I love Ironman. It's a great tournament. That one's pretty cool. I can't wait till I can go. Um, that one, that just looks like a great atmosphere. Just so close tight, but it's pretty suffocating. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you did a pretty heavy job recruiting. You got 25 guys by the time you got your other coach. Um, and now you see like a culture in 
Little Rock for the wrestling program and is really starting to grow. What what are some steps that you need to take from here to move forward to become a real um, powerhouse of a program? You're in the Pac-12? Yes, yes. So, you know, that was part of it. We wanted to get into a conference that fit what, you know, what we wanted and our mm-hmm. needs. We got that. Um, the next step is to really build some depth on the team and to get, you know, uh, 35 wrestlers and 35 guys who are, who live, eat, sleep, drink, breathe wrestling and want to live for something bigger than themselves. And, uh, that's the process. I think we, you know, looking at, at next year's recruiting class, um, it's not necessarily, um, if you were looking for a girlfriend, it wouldn't be the hot girlfriend, but it would be the one that would always have your back. Right. And so, um, it would be, I look at this class as a very sneaky, good class. And, um, we're already starting our junior class off really strong. We got two top 100 commitments and now it's about getting the best wrestlers that we can possibly get that fit us and fit who we are. And, and I think we're well on the way. So, um, great things take time. I know that this isn't going to happen overnight, but we got a good core group of guys here. And if we can keep them together in our next class, keep them together, um, we're going to be we're, we're going to be pretty good in a few years. I definitely expect that for sure. Um, the group that seen of Rock coming from nothing zero program to this whole setup that you have now, you won your first duel um, and then you have another one this Friday against, uh, this is what I want to talk about a little bit too, North Carolina, right? Well, we have App State tomorrow, and, then, we State North, tom- yeah. and then North Carolina on Friday. Um, so I will be going to the North Carolina, do I live in Memphis? Um, so it's not it's not too far. So I'm going to go to that. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. But I want to talk a little bit about what's it going to be like for you to coach against a team that you coach for for four years. Um, well, is it going to be any any different? Well, awesome! I'm super pumped to have you. Um, I didn't know you were coming. That's really cool. Make sure you come up and say hi to me. You know, and and we can I meet face to face. For sure. Um, it's going to be awesome because Coleman's one of my be- you know very best friends, and I've become great friends with Tony and some other guys on staff. And um, you know, it's going to be passionate. It's going to be exciting. It's going to mm-hmm. be um, you know hopefully a little heated. Because you don't like losing, but you especially don't like losing to your to your buddies, and so right. um, I expect the action-packed duel. It's going to be tough. They're a really good team, um, and we're going to have to be prepared for for a fight, and we're going to have to win some matches we're not supposed to uh, to win the duel. But that's what wrestling is about. That's that's what you mm-hmm. know. People who become great, that's what they do. They find ways to do things they're not supposed to. So um, Friday night's going to be one of those nights for us. Absolutely, and uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm not too familiar with your wrestlers right now, but I'm hoping to get um, to learn a little bit about them and and their past, and hopefully, uh, it's I th- I think it's going to be a really great duel, and I'm I'm really excited um, to be going to that. Absolutely, we're pumped to have you. All right, well I've I've uh, one more topic that I want to cover, and that is is Little Rock home. Do you see that as as the rest of your coaching career, pretty much, or or will you build this and maybe think about um, leaving to another program? Well, um, I, I I don't think it's wise to look into the future and say I want to mm-hmm. be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, we have made right. this home. Right. You know, my 
my um we bought a house here my dad is you know my family's moved here um I love the area. I love Arkansas. Arkansas mm-hmm. is a hidden gem. People think of it as, you know, probably hillbillies and this and that, but it's really a hidden gem of a state and it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's a great area. My kids, we found a fantastic school and um, friends and, and people that we now call family here. And um, for us, this is a long-term, you know, this is long-term for us. And um, you never know where God takes you. You never know where, where God's will is, but um, right now it's here in Little Rock and we're going to continue to live in that and try to do his will. And, you know, for us, that's that's what's most important. And um, but short, short answer, this is home and this is where we want to be. Absolutely. That's that's awesome. And I'm excited for the future of Little Rock. Um, doesn't doesn't Pat Smith coach a, a youth club there? Yeah, Pat Smith is about five miles away from us. Our uh, his, his kids and my kids actually go to school together. His daughter and really? my son are in the same class. Does your son wrestle? He does, kind of. He goes to practice. He's uh, He went to one tournament last year. Probably go to one tournament this year. He's seven. So um, he just has fun with it. That's good. Um, does he wrestle for Pat Smith? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that's pretty cool. Um, does, do you have ever do you ever have Pat Smith come up to to um, your program up there and ever ever come up to coach or watch practices or duels or anything? Yeah, Pat's up here all the time. He's always around. Um, he's you know in a in a roundabout in a roundabout way directly involved in our program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's just but he he's kind of the foundation. Him and a few other guys are the foundation of Arkansas wrestling. So for him to not be involved in this would just wouldn't make sense. So um, it's you know yeah he's definitely around. That is pretty cool to have. I mean, first four time national champ um, in a starting program. That's 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 pretty helpful. I imagine then you can probably um, directly be tied to his club and be able to recruit from there. I bet it's pretty helpful as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's 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 getting the crop of kids through that are pretty good, and um, we want to we want to be you know we we, we want to be recruiting Arkansas kids for sure. Mhm. Absolutely. Um, well, you have to come over to Tennessee sometime for some recruiting, and uh, I'll see you this weekend too. Absolutely. I'll see you this weekend, buddy. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.